0: Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And on today's show, we're going to talk to Jordan Todd down in uh, Port St. Joe. How you doing, Captain Jordan? I'm doing all right, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, it's been wet, uh, but it's supposed to dry up soon. Yeah, we uh, we actually haven't had a, much, a whole lot of rain.
1: It's been kind of uh, to the west of us. Okay. Um, we've had, I mean, dark clouds, thunder and lightning, it'll sprinkle for 10 minutes. You know, it looks like it's about to downpour and then kind of blow on over. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, good for you, man. So that's, you know what? And, and as I think about it, that's right. It, it sort of developed or I don't know, it was in the middle of the Gulf when I started looking at it and it just moved North and, uh, and it never really came that far over into your part of the world. Now that I think about it. No, it just missed us. It hit
1: Mexico Beach pretty good, and uh, Panama huh. City got rained on pretty good. But yeah, it,
0: that's right there. It's,
1: it's right there, yeah. But it just missed us. We got a little bit of it. We we got some of the wind and and crappy conditions off of it, but uh, not a whole lot of rain.
0: Yeah. So were you able to fish then?
1: I uh, did not fish um, Saturday or Sunday um, or Monday. Okay. Uh, so, I did. I did fish all last week up till Friday, and then so the weekend. What, we did get to fish today, though.
0: How How was it? Uh, I guess walk me through it. Where Where did you guys fish at? Um. Well, we did a uh, some
1: Friday. We did a bay trip. Um, Thursday. What did we do Thursday? Uh, Thursday we triple tail and tarpon fished on Thursday. Okay. Well,
0: that's a good place and, to start. Well, we were we were
1: starting out triple tail fishing and the craziest thing happened. Uh we had just caught a triple tail off of of one of the fads or whatever. Yeah. And we were probably we drifted off maybe 10 or 15 yards from it. And uh another guy on the boat, I said here, great. You know, I I he likes to throw artificial so I said, take this paddle tail, you know, throw it up there and just kind of jig it by that pad while we're dealing with his fish there may maybe another one. Yeah. And so he takes it and chunks it up there. And I'm kind of, you know, looking over there while he's reeling. I see a big flash and I see him. I mean, it, it's not five feet past the buoy. Huh. And he sets the hook and I was like, you got a good one. And I heard, Z-Z-Z-Z, and I was like, yeah, you got a real good one. <laughs> And he's like, man, this isn't, I don't think this is a triple tail. It feels different. Yeah. And it wasn't two seconds later, uh, 80 pound tarpon comes flying out of there, water. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and so we, we immediately went from triple tail fishing to fighting a tarpon on a, on a 4,000 spinning rod with 20 pound
0: fluorocarbon on it, you know? Yeah. Not, not ideal.
1: Not ideal. But we landed the triple tail and we leader touched, uh, twice on the tarpon took us about 40 minutes to get him hey man get him whooped and he, so we landed he was a caught fish that's it um and sure enough as soon as that happened we immediately went to to uh tarpon mode and and saw a few more didn't get any more bites as of course when we're geared up and ready for them yeah um we nah. can't give them to the bite
0: but uh so did they just the, they 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 you hook that one fish accidentally and then it's over it's a tarpon day yeah, from that, then on
1: yeah, it was, well, we, we caught a few more triple tail, uh, mixed in there, but, uh, we were mainly looking for the, for the tarp and water was kind of stirred up a little bit. It was hard to see them.
0: Yep. Did you, but, uh, uh, so were, were you, did, were you triple tail? F- so you were triple tail fishing in the Gulf, not.
1: Yeah, we were beachside.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now it makes, okay. I'm with you. Gotcha. Yeah. Which hey, I mean, you- I've, I've, I've caught them in the bay before. Well, and you said fad, so I should have known it was, it was out, you know, or, or beat side. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. that's, uh, that's encouraging, man. That's the first, uh, hookup that I've heard of.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a surprise a pleasant surprise yeah. and, uh, luckily the guy knew how to fight him. So we got a chance to to catch the fish on light tackle, but it was a perfect size fish, you know, 70, 80 pounds. You know, not a if it was a hundred pound, hundred plus, we'd have never landed it. No, nah. but she was hooked perfect, leader touch, and then we we popped her off right out of the boat. I didn't want to fight her any longer. Yeah, um,
0: so yeah, and that's a good. That's really the right thing to do on lighter tackle like that.
1: Yeah, I, I hate fighting them till they're you know completely exhausted, especially especially in dirtier water, because if you do try to revive them and let them go and they sink down the bottom, you can't see if they're laying upside down or, or, you know, didn't swim off. So, so yeah, we just grabbed it and I popped it off and away she went.
0: So, uh, so do you expect from, from like this day forward, tarpon are now on the, on the menu, so to speak? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. They're here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's
1: enough of them still not seeing the big, You know, the big numbers migrate which all weekend we couldn't get out. It's the beach is going to be stirred up for, for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's enough fish swimming that you can have some shots every day.
0: So do you think that will, does that typically spread east or I'm sorry, west to me? In my mind, it's north. Does that spread up the Panama? Well,
1: north. If you're on Cape San Blas, it would be north. The yeah, other, if you're yep. going back toward Panama, but it's typically western, a westerly direction. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll start. They'll, you know, guys in Panama City and all that. All should start seeing pretty good numbers.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty much time.
1: I mean. Oh yeah, it's time.
0: Yeah, and it and it sounds like really. I mean, I mean, from I, is this a safe thing to say? From sometime around Memorial Day. To sometime around the fourth of July, or let's say the middle of July, that's when you're going to go after tarpon in the Panhandle.
1: That's that's your the biggest migration. Right. Yeah, that's when you'll you'll see the biggest numbers.
0: That's the sweet spot. So yep. if you're thinking, you know, I live in Atlanta and I don't want to fly anywhere, but I want to catch a tarpon, that's the time. Starting about yep. now to about middle of July. That's when you want to get down there. Really around, I've always heard the fourth, like the end of June, or early July. That's really the the sweet, sweet spot.
1: Yeah. Um, I like June. I like the month of June. That, you know, a lot of the fish are are swimming comfortably. They're they're not really quite geared up for the spawn. You know, you start getting into mid to late July, August, they're they're more keyed in on spawning and not really feeding. Um, so getting bites can be a little tougher.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's early enough now where the migrations, I mean, these fish that, that we're playing with now, I mean, where would they even end up? They would end up well, well West. Right. I mean, you
1: know, yeah, they'll be, they'll be in the, uh, the Mississippi watershed or river Delta. Yeah. Um, you know, by, by mid to late summer.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's encouraging, man. That's exciting. Like I said, you're the first person I've talked to that's had a, a hookup and jumped one. I, you know, well, I mean, I say that I asked Justin last week and he hadn't yet. So when we talk again, he, he might, you know, cause we, yeah we, if we get
1: the, if we get the weather, we're looking at some nasty weather the rest of this week. And then the, of course the busiest weekend of the year is going to be beautiful. Yep. <laughs> There's going to be a lot, a lot of traffic on the water.
0: Yeah. And, and so, uh, that sort of, uh, I've been, uh, I thought of it and and been trying to ask everybody, but what are your thoughts? So with the weather and everything churned up and everything, what do you expect to see from a fishing standpoint over the holiday weekend? Because it is going to be a pretty, I mean, compared to what we've had, especially with the rain and stuff, it's going to be a really pretty weekend all over the panhandle.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a madhouse. And I actually, I do not run guided trips on Saturday or Sunday, Memorial Day weekend.
0: Yeah, and that's smart because it'd be... Yep, a-
1: I, I get away from the water. You know, if it's really, really pretty, I may throw the boat in and just go out maybe tarpon fishing for fun, you know, with some good buddies. But yeah, I try my best to stay away from it. The boat ramps are crowded. You got so many people that don't know what they're doing that can hurt you hurt themselves, hurt someone damage your stuff. Yep. Um, you know, clog it up. It's just, so I, I, you can't fit to me. You cannot fish. It's any, every spot you want to try to fish. There's 400 boats running around or parked on there. Yep. And so I just, I just stay away from it and kind of hang out with family and, and relax.
0: That's normally my plan. But, uh, you know, when, when the opportunity presents itself, you take it, you know, so so we're we're heading down Friday and gonna be down through Tuesday maybe. We're going to Panama City though. Okay. And uh and so I so I feel the exact same way. I'd rather not be a part of the madness, but my my yeah. availability to get down there is is becoming more restricted. So
1: Yeah, and if, if
0: I were you know, if I was like what you're doing, if you're tarpon fishing on a super busy weekend,
1: find somewhere where not You know, there may be the spots that, you know, there's going to be a bunch of tarpon swimming, but there's also 400 boats mozing around or anchored up, find the spot, you know, or find a spot with the the least amount of traffic and pressure. You may see less fish, but those fish are more likely to bite.
0: Yeah. They'll be happier anyway.
1: They'll be happier than you may see a thousand, but if there's so many boats running over them, they're not going to bite. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're looking to do that, find somewhere where there's not a ton of boats or traffic and post up, you may see less fish, but those fish are a lot, a lot more likely to, to play with you.
0: That's a good idea. And, uh, and I am certainly not opposed to it. It's, uh, my ability to get on the beach side is, is wind dependent. And, uh, and I don't know if it's going to lay it down enough for me to want to do it.
1: Well, Sunday, you know, it's calling for west wind, super light west wind and sunshine, which, um, will, will should clean the water up. Yep. Um, but it's calling for less than one foot on Sunday and Monday. Um, so hopefully it's cleaned up enough by then. Uh, it ought to be pretty, even if it's a light west wind, it shouldn't be too bad.
0: Yeah. And even, yeah, if that's the, cause I haven't looked at the, the Marine forecast as far as, you know. The, the sea predictions and that kind of stuff. I just looked at the wind and I said, well, it's going to be, but I did, but you're right. I did see there is some westerly stuff in there. So that would, that wouldn't hurt me as bad. Maybe.
1: No, I mean, you know, crooked Panama city beach, it, the West winds blowing right onto the beach there. Oh, okay. Uh, but if it's less than one foot, it may be just a light chop. You should be pretty good.
0: Yeah. I may take the kids and, and hit something real near shore just cause I've never done that. And, uh, and these, this time of year, it's pretty much instant bite, you know, if you get oh, yeah. over something. So, uh, oh yeah, they'd they'd get a kick out of that. I don't know. I, I'm just happy to see that it's going to be nice weather, and and maybe not crazy windy, because that again, in a flats boat, man, you know how it is. I mean, you just just to oh, cross yeah. to cross the bay or something. I mean, you don't get real wet, but it's not a fun trip, and with kids and stuff, they don't like it, you know. But no, nah. they. I'm, I'm happy to get a bigger boat anytime I'm allowed, right? So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so there's a fix for that. That's a problem that can be solved. Yes, sir. Have you caught any big trout? Any, any any updates with that?
1: Yeah, we've been uh, pretty much every day we've been trout fishing. We've had you know two or three, well over twenty. Um, I haven't caught any really really big ones. We lost a really big one on Friday, right at the boat. That would probably have been twenty five plus. Wow. Um, but I've heard some, some guys, and I know some of the guys, other guys have caught some 27, 28 inch fish.
0: Wow. This um, is the time of start, year to do it.
1: Yeah. This, this next moon phase from this new moon, going to the full moon is when they're really going to start getting fat as big, fat females. The big females are going to start eating to, you know, to make their last little bit of eggs. And then they're going to all lay out on this moon, the full moon in June. And, and then trout fishing gets tough after that.
0: Yeah. So, so really, I mean, speckled trout is, is an early summer thing. And after that, it's not that you can't catch them, but there's better things to they're, go they after. They spread out. They yeah. just get
1: spread out. Yeah. Right now there's you know, you catch one, stay in that area. You should catch several more around it. Yep. Um, but once they spawn out, they got no reason to be schooled up and, uh, it, it's just one and two here and there kind yep. of. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of thin out and get, get a little tough
0: Yeah, and and it gets hot. Yeah, it does. And that, and that makes sense too, that, you know, during the spawn, you're going to have one, probably one big female bigger, and then a bunch of little males that are doing their thing. And that's sort of how it stacks up. Right. So, so you, you would end up where you'll probably pick the males off first and then Hopefully get the female, but put her back, put the big ones back. If you're, uh, yeah,
1: if you, if you can, you know, typically that female is going to be the very first one that bites. Oh, really? Or the, Yep. And usually in a, in an area, you know, if you throw especially live baits, the big one, she's either That's either going to be the very first fish that bites right there or the very last one. Really? So if you, yep. And if you pull up the spot first cast, boom, you get a, you know, 23, 24 inch fish put that one back, Yeah, you know, and and then you should be able to catch a bunch of those little males around. Now, if you've caught, you know, 10 or 12 or whatever, 14 to 15 inch fish. And then all of a sudden you catch a big one, go ahead and move.
0: Yep. Well, and that's, and that's, that's the truth. Cause I mean, really if you, so if you even, and I could see that working opposite, if you catch the big one first, you know, put it back and then catch the, the like 10 or 15 males like you said you know yep but then then once once the bite slows then it's time to move
1: then move yep you know you don't want to you don't want to wipe a spot out you know you don't want to take every uh -uh. every male out of there because they need a couple of them but
0: right yeah that's a good point but i bet you there would be some some undersized that are right there at the you know in, I mean, if you're with me, that's all we're going to catch is they're going to come up <laughs> one, one inch. What is it? 14, 15. What's the minimum? 15 inches. 15. Yeah. They all
1: seem to be 14 and three quarters.
0: I, if I had a nickel for every 14 inch trout I've measured, I mean, it's unbelievable how many. I, it's like, is the ocean just full of 14 inch trout and trigger fish the same way? Um, oh yeah. They're all, they all come up an inch short. You'll, I'll catch 10 of them. That'll be an inch shy. And then finally I'll get one. Be like, all right, there's my keeper, you know? But uh, um, yeah. well, man, it's a it's a fun time of year, and it's about to get a lot more fun uh, now that we can talk about some tarpon stuff. I always forget this, and always wait to the end. Anything happening in in Apalachicola that that we need to talk about? Um,
1: well, that's where we that's where we hooked and landed that tarpon. Okay, uh, last week was over there. I was I, uh, I should have
0: asked you when you were telling me that because you were saying talking about triple tail, and I said that that could be in that part of the world.
1: Yeah, and we fished there today. Um, Had a good redfish bite. Caught a few triple tail. Wind was kind of tough for us, but we caught a few. Lost a big one right at the boat. Um, But yeah, it's 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 wide open over there. There's bait everywhere. There's mullet. There's menhaden all over the place. Um, Trout are starting to kind of move in. Uh, So it's it's getting it's getting right, man. We're we're in the full swing of you know that late spring summer pattern. It'll be good for another month or so and then start getting tough on us.
0: Yep. And you know, I I love the idea of of looking for triple tail while you're tarpon fishing. Like kind of cruising, hitting hitting the buoys, hitting the fads, whatever, kind of working your route while you're looking for tarpon, but you're also doing that,
1: you know? Yep. Oh yeah. It's a good way to break up the
0: yeah the monotony of it. Yeah. And then, you, and you know, if you have a great day, like you guys did, you get to, to hook up to some tarpon and chase some tarpon and play with them. And you get to take a triple tail home and, and eat good, you know, that's right. So that's awesome, man. So look, tell us how to get a hold of you if we want to book a trip for this tarpon season.
1: Uh, best way as always is a phone call, uh, 850-227-6550. That's the preferred method for me. Uh, if not, you can, send me a message on any social media, Instagram or Facebook at saltwater obsessions.
0: Perfect. Well, buddy, as always, thank you. And, uh, and I will, uh, reach out next week and we'll do it again. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, buddy.